You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast, episode 154. Your chance is now. I'm excited to announce the next Healthy Living Mastermind with Eric Sue. It starts March 13, 2017. Over eight weeks, you will get Eric's proven health and wellness strategies to help you get your health back and achieve your fitness goals. Join in with other highly motivated people as we all support and inspire one another. Visit www.ericwsue.com forward slash mastermind for all the details. Are you a first time listener? Hey, welcome. My team and I hope you enjoy this episode. If you are a long time listener, we thank you for your continued support. Do us a favor and share this podcast with all your friends because they deserve this amazing content as well. Okay, now on to the good stuff you all have been waiting for. Health tips, wellness advice, no hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue, the show that inspires, motivates, and educates you towards your healthiest life. And now your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have a hardworking and knowledgeable personal trainer with us today. His name is Guy Petrozuli. We'll be talking about how to get back into the game to become your healthiest. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Guy. Guy, are you ready to make it happen? Absolutely, Eric. Awesome. Guy is a 43-year-old professional duathlete. He also is a endurance athlete coach, strength coach, CrossFit coach, and precision nutrition coach. He had a few events that had happened in his life that made him the person he is today. Through these events, he has developed a passion for fitness and helping others with their health and wellness journey. Guy, that was just a little bit about who you are. Can you share with our audience a little bit more on how you got started? For sure. I, you know, I was, uh, I started out uh, in, as, a, as a kid. I mean, I was always involved in sports, uh, organized sports, or just, you know, hanging out with friends and playing pickup games of baseball, basketball, football, stuff like that on the south side of Chicago. And uh, as, I, as I progressed through life, I, you know, I, I swam in high school and ran track in college, and I found a love for triathlon. And through that, I was able to have some success at a very young age. Uh, unfortunately, I had an accident, was hit by a car while on a training ride. Uh, I was in law school at the time and it just, it, it, the ability to get back to where I was after the accident seemed to be pretty, it was difficult and it was, uh, it didn't seem like something that was going to happen. So I continued on with law school and, and finished law school. I stayed away from health and fitness pretty much altogether for about six years. And I happened to run into a friend in 2002 who mentioned, you know, I hadn't seen for a while and he mentioned that I did not look healthy at all. And he was right. I, you know, I was, I was probably a good 30, 30 to 40 pounds overweight and I just wasn't taking very good care of myself. Uh, so I started, and that was a pretty big jolt. So I started to just try to do the things that I knew how to do from the past. Uh, and it was difficult. It was, it was very difficult. And then I started to, uh, so I had some stops and starts initially um, get disappointed pretty easily, got, you know, got, got down pretty quickly, but I, you know, I was fortunate enough to run into some, to run into a couple of really, really good people who helped me stay on track and get on a plan. So I, I was able to hire a coach and I got, I wanted to be competitive again. Um, so I went back to multi-sport. I discovered that I had some sinus issues with swimming. So I had to 
really kind of stay away from the pool, but I was able to have success in duathlon, which is just run, bike, run. And through that, I got, you know, I got better. I improved. Um, by 2008, I was offered my pro card from USA triathlon. And, uh, from there, you know, it, things looked like they were going to be pretty much smooth sailing. I was, I was leaving law to pursue, you know, full-time, you know, full-time athlete status, as well as trying to, you know, work in the fitness industry. And I was hit by a car again, um, uh, while on a training ride. And this one set me back a, a little further. I had, uh, I had to have surgery to uh, fix my broken, I had a broken right clavicle. I had about five broken ribs, a mild concussion. So I needed to, I really needed to spend a lot of time, you know, rehabbing and getting myself back to, you know, competitive status and beyond. And what I discovered during that time, especially during that time, it was in 2010, was that I wasn't as fit as I thought I was. Uh, I was putting in a lot of miles and I was doing a lot of, a lot of training, but, and, and with a coach, but even with all that, I, I really wasn't paying very, very good attention to my nutrition. I wasn't paying any attention to what my body needed or didn't need in terms of sleep, in terms of hydration, in terms of, you know, proper training methods, in terms of strength and conditioning. And I didn't, I really did not want to lose my pro status. So I made a very concerted effort to get, to take the 20 week recovery protocol, cut it down to nine. And I was able to compete two more times in 2010 to remain, uh, to keep my pro card. And it was through the help of some really, really amazing individuals uh, who, are, who are still very, very close friends with me today that have made that happen. Wow. I was, like I said in our pre-show conversation, to, to have one incident uh, is probably um, traumatic enough, but to have two, <laughs> that, that's really got to be, uh, you know, you, you, your story is very inspiring. Um, Thank you. So, so, you know, this other question, um, I don't know, maybe it's the incidences, uh, events that happened in your life. What, what, maybe what's another or what's one cool, unique fact about yourself besides that, that um, our audience really loves to hear this question too? So, I, you know, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am really fascinated uh, about the human body, but I, I'm also fascinated with, uh, with language, languages. So I, I did take Latin in high school. Uh, I'm fascinated. I'm, I'm still fascinated with it, uh, Latin and Greek. And so that's something that, you know, that I've continued to do in writing. Uh, I do love to write quite a bit and I've, I've had a chance to do more of it recently. And that's something that I, I love to pursue, you know, blogging or writing stuff, writing articles for different websites or whatever the case is. I, I really do enjoy, you know, writing. And, Something that I'm doing right now, uh, ever since my son was born, is I, I call it my open letter to him that I plan on giving him when he's 21. And just just observations and things that I, you know, some wisdom that I hope I can pass on to him. Uh, so when he turns when he turns 21, he can he can see the world a little differently. Wow. Um, and he he'll know his dad. He'll know his dad really loves him. Wow, that's awesome. Will that be in English or would that be in a different English? <laughs> It's going to be, it's going to be English. English. It's going to be English. I, I would love, I would listen. I would love for him to learn, you know, I, I'm Italian. I'm a hundred percent Italian. So my family still speaks some Italian 
Uh, I would love, and I have no doubt my mom, you know, my mom is great. My dad is great because they're, you know, when they're around him and they help babysit, they speak Italian to him. And I think it's fantastic. And I'm so, so hoping that he picks it up because as kids, we did because my nonna spoke it. Uh, she didn't speak English. So she, she only spoke Italian. So we had to learn that. And so I'm, I'm extremely hopeful that my son, you know, picks up Italian, but I, I do hope he finds a, a love of languages, whatever, whichever one they may be, but I do hope he finds a love of it. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, and so let, let's shift gears a little here and let's dive into that topic that we came up with, which was how to get back into the game to become your healthiest. And I think we came uh, to this one because of what had happened to you and what you could share with our audience. So, so help us uh, understand it and how do you describe it to people? You know, it's, it, it, I think that, and I, 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 this is something that I've noticed is that it's, it's very easy um, in our current society to, to bail out of things. And as we do that, we don't realize that as we get older, we are giving away our health. Even if you're, even if you're not suffering from an illness, let's say you're not suffering from any type of illness, you're not uh, suffering from type of diabetes, or you're not suffering from any type of, you know, autoimmune deficiency of any kind, you're still giving away your health. If you sit at a desk for not, you know, for eight hours a day, everybody's now seeing the statistics about how bad sitting is for us. So we're, we're just kind of giving that stuff away. And, but we're doing it willingly. I mean, it, it's kind of like we're, co- we're consciously doing it at this point. We, so we know it, it, I, it's hard to believe that we don't know that we're doing it with the amount of information that's out there. Um, and it, I think it, the, the first thing that you have to do is you have to take a really, really hard on You have to have that hard, honest conversation with yourself and just say, look, I'm, I'm doing some things in my life that, or I've, you know, I've had something happen in my life that has kept me from being fit or being healthy. And I really want that. And if I really want that, then I've got to be prepared to do X, Y, and Z, whatever X, Y, and Z is to get there. Mm. And you know, I, I call it the hard conversation because you have to admit to yourself whether or not you really want that. I mean, I, it's easy to say, well, I really, you know, I would love that. Or you see friends who do it, or you see, you know, loved ones who are, who are making changes, but it's really you that has to be willing to make those changes. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's easy to say things, but it's, it's much more difficult to actually put those words into action. And that's why I think it's, it's very important that people take a step, you know, take, you know, just take a, take a, take a one minute and just say, look, what am I willing to do to reach this goal? Am I, am I really willing to make these changes in my life that are going to be permanent? Am I willing to reclaim some, you know, my health? And if you're not, that's fine. You know, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But then, you know, I think you, you lose the, the ability to complain about the fact that you're no longer healthy. Yeah, yeah. It's a very emotional thing, isn't it? And um, I have to say in my experience, yeah, a lot of people say one thing, but then fail to execute what they say to do. Uh, I think the action part is the, the, the hardest um, component in, in this puzzle, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's not, it, you know, I've, I told people this and, and I'm sure you've heard this too. I can't promise it's easy, but I'm going to promise that it's worth it. Mm. And 
that that you know it, it's it's not easy. It, it's it's not. I mean, there, there is no magic pill, right? I mean, there's no you know magic formula to 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 get there. And it's not to say that you're not going to run into some speed bumps, but you know you have to have you know you the individual who, whomever it is has to have the 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 there has to be some drive, there has to be some discipline, and there has to be a, a very very good understanding that you may have to do this alone. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where a lot of people, a lot of people I think do have some difficulty because look, not having a support system can be, can make, can make it daunting. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it can make trying to do, you know, trying to make, you know, wholesale changes in your life. It, it can, it can seem daunting if you're facing it alone. But, and, and I will tell you, I did 99% of mine on my own and it was daunting and there were times that were very difficult and dark and you want to quit or, you know, you even find yourself quitting for a brief period and, but you come back. And, and I think the thing that, that drew me back and I think the thing that drives, that drives people back is that, you know, that initial conversation where you said, look, I'm going to do this. And even if it means this journey is solo for a while or for, you know, for an extended period of time, I'm going to be okay with that because I know at the, you know, as I progress, this gets better. This gets easier. I get healthier. Then I become, I become better for people around me. And you know, what people don't see is that when they make those changes and they continue, they become that inspiration for change for other people in their sphere you know, in, in the sphere of influence. And so that's why I say sometimes, you know, getting healthy isn't just about you. It's also about the people around you. Your, your health does affect people around you. Yeah, totally. I totally agree with that. Cause like, as, as you were sharing that, I was like, wow, all, all the people that I, I've been helping uh, get into shape, start eating healthier and changing their habits and everything. Um, everyone around them is going to see that. And so it's not just about them. It's, it's everyone else that they know. It's so important to remember that. Yeah, absolutely. I, if that, and if that's a motivating factor for people, that's great. You know, and, and I, I mean, it, it does have to start with you and it does have to be your thing. You know, you have to be saying, look, I'm doing this for me. And if, and, and I'm not doing it in, in the hopes that someone's going to come up and pat me on the back. I'm doing this because this is what I need in my life. This is what I want in my life. These are the changes that I want in my life. And if it's, if it's recognized by others, that's great, but I've got to keep going because this is, this is what I want. And, and this is, this is who I want to be. Yeah. You know, you, you had these incidences and, and you, you have some experience in health and wellness and, and, with all that said, um, there's probably someone out there listening and they're like, man, I, I've tried and then I, I take one step forward and then three steps back. I take two steps forward. I take four steps back. And, and it's a cycle, a vicious cycle. How do they climb out of that? What would you tell them? How would you help them with that? Sure. And, and I've been there. Uh, I, I, have, I want people to know that I have been there several times. Okay. It's, it's not like it. You know, it's not like the movies where it happens once and then, you know, you climb out and then everything's golden. It doesn't work that way. I mean, and I really think, I really think people need to understand that, that it's, it's, 
this isn't a movie, you know, this isn't, this isn't some, you know, fiction book. I mean, you are going to have lows in your life. It's, it's going to happen. And when it comes to health, sometimes it's going to be outside of your control, but yeah, I mean, you're going to have, you know, you're, you're going to have moments where you're just like, you're struggling. And I think what helps the most is you have to have, you have to have a plan. Okay. And, and by that, I mean, you have to have, and I always say go from macro to micro. So you have a a macro plan and you may say something, you know, in terms of like your, your, your macro plan may be, look, I want to be able to do XYZ, whether it's, I want to run a 5k or I want to be able to do push-ups or pull-ups, whatever it is. And, and I'm not attaching weight, you know, and I know a lot of people like to attach how much weight they want to lose in a specific period of time. I like looking at in terms of performance because sometimes it can be a little deceiving when people just lose weight and they don't do it healthy. Mm-hmm. And, and then people assume that, Oh, well that person lost a bunch of weight. They must be healthy. Well, that might not be the case. Mm-hmm. So I, I like having performance markers that you attach to your goals yeah. and having those, and then saying, okay, look, I've, I've got these goals. Okay, I've got these, these macro goals. Now I've got these micro goals, which then your micro goals should break down to a week or down to a day. Like, what do I want to achieve today? I don't walk. I've never walked more than a few blocks in my life. My goal this week is I'm going to walk a half mile four times a week. Like that's, and, and, it, and you have to start simple and you have to be honest with yourself. Yeah. So if you know you've never like, honestly, like if you, if you know that you barely, you know, if you look at your day and you realize that you walk from your house to your car, to the train, to your job, and all of that walking is less than a mile, then maybe saying you're going to go out and walk 10 is a, is a little unrealistic right away. You know? So I think people fall backwards because they overshoot or they don't really know what their goals are or their goals are defined by somebody else, somebody else's goals. And so they're not, they're not owning their own goals. And that's why you have to own that, that goal. So when you're laying out your plan, your, your goal has to be first and foremost. And that way you move on your plan and it's going to, it's going to have a lot more, it's going to make a lot more sense. It's going to be, tailored specifically for you and the likelihood of you having times where you're taking that step forward and two steps back is lessened because now you you've made it attainable you know it's challenging but you've made it attainable and it's allowing you to progress so if you know if you're saying look i, I don't know where to start doing this just you know do a basic assessment of yourself like I, what could you do before that you want to do again if it's you know, if it's running, if it's swimming, if it's biking, if it's lifting weights, if it's hiking, you know, if it's just walking and, and or simply having more energy throughout the course of the day, take a look, you know, take that look at what you're doing. Like, okay, if I'm drinking five cans of soda a day, it's a good chance that I'm not helping myself, mm-hmm. you know? So, and so you, you have to, you know, it goes back to that being honest. And, you know, when you're honest, you create your plan, you create realistic goals that you can achieve each week. And I, I really think people should make them, you know, weekly goals and you build from there. Yeah. And, and that's how you have success. Yeah, you know, trying to overshoot, you know, trying to overshoot or not really having a plan. That's how people fail. Yeah. 
you know, as, as you shared all that, which is right on point, it, it's all about expectations. It's, it's about being realistic. It's about tracking yourself, um, getting the fast wins so that um, you see progress. And, and, and the minor stuff, the setbacks, call them whatever you want. Um, there's always going to be another day to improve yourself, right? But that, that's it. You know, I mean, it, it's like I said, unfortunately, you know, I, I, we, you know, people call it, you know, everybody gets a trophy, uh, society, you know, we've, we've kind of become like everybody, you know, everybody gets a gold star for showing up. And so I, I see people who become baffled and they just become, you know, they're, they're almost paralyzed when people aren't just jumping up and down because they've done something. And it's like, well, look, this is for you. You know, this isn't, you know, what you're doing, it should be about you. You should, your goals, your plan should be centered around you. Yes. It will have an impact on others down the road, but you need to, you need to focus on you and you need to understand that like you're, you're not going to get a medal every single day that you do something. But, but, you know, so, and, and you may have a setback, but those setbacks can't, you know, you can't allow them to just stop you completely yeah. and derail your, your plan. And, you know, I think that the more honest you are with yourself and, and the, the more concise you are with your plan. And look, to an extent, this might, this may be, you know, like you, you mentioned tracking, which I think is great. Like you need to have some tangible things that you can track your progress. You know, you need to be able to say, okay, you know, whether I mean, there's a million different apps out there now, there's so many different things that will, that can help you. It's like, well, okay, look, if you want to know if you've done what you set out to do today, there's a way to track that you can, you can track that and make that happen, but you can't like, you, you also have to understand that life, life is going to happen. Sometimes, sometimes the boss is going to say, look, you got to stay late tonight or you may have something, you know, happen in your family, whatever the case might be, you are going to eat your, your life is about having setbacks. Life is about, you know, your, who you are as a person is defined by how you overcome those setbacks. I mean, everybody is a hero when things are great. I mean, everybody, you know, everybody's happy. Everybody's high fiving when things are great, but it's, you know, how are you, you're, how you're defined as a person, I believe is what you do in those moments when things unfortunately kind of go off the rails and, 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 you know, minor setbacks, if you allow them to build up, they do become major. Mm. So you, you've got to, you know, it, it's about having some diligence and just, and, and you've got to have a thicker skin too. It's about building a little bit thicker of a skin and saying, look, I'm going to do this, you know, waking up and saying, I've got, I'm, I'm a fully functioning person. I've got two arms, two legs, I've got 10 toes, 10, 10 fingers. I got two eyes. I can, and, and just, you know, you kind of put it in perspective. Like there are people who don't have all that, who are doing more than me right now. And they clearly want it. It's clearly important to them. So if I'm claiming this is super important to me, then this one bad day or maybe bad week isn't going to stop me from moving forward. 
so good it, it, it's just these reminders we have to tell ourselves and i think getting outside of our ears between our ears you know it's it's our minds play these games on ourselves and the moment we we, we allow the mind to take over I, I mean it's almost game over sometimes and we just got to get out of it and and um i totally hear what you're saying it's it is too easy to check out it, it is i get that i mean there are no there are so many distractions that it's very easy to check out, uh, you know, and, and I, I, I understand why people have that happen or why they, why they go through those times. But, you know, it's, and, and this is why I say sometimes your journey may, may have to be solo because your external, whatever external input is, is happening in your life. Some of it might, you know, might not, it, it might actually conflict with what your goals are. And, you know, that's, that's when you have to take another step back and say, okay, so, you know, in my life, I have, I have the choice to keep some of this external stuff out. And if it's important enough to me, then, then I'm going to do that. You know, if, if you, I'll, I'll give you an example. I had a conversation with a, a, a client, you know, a couple, it was last Friday, you know, where they were shifting their, um, kind of like binge drinking to binge eating. So admitting that they understand that binge drinking is not a good idea, but then shifting it to binge eating, which is also not help helping them. You know, I, I, you know, my thing is, okay, what's the genesis of that? I mean, there's, there's something that's starting. There's a start there. Okay. And yeah, maybe it's uncomfortable to think about what, what causes you to do that. But until you dress, address that issue, you're just putting band-aids on stuff. Mm. So, you know, you, you've got to take that, you, you've got to take that hard look and say, okay, I've allowed myself to be surrounded with individuals who in, enable poor behavior. Okay. And I don't want to continue my poor behavior. So what do I do? Well, remember you're in control. You're, you're always in control of your body. You're always in control of your life. You know, especially you're an adult. If you're an adult, you are in control. Okay. So, you can step away or you can limit the amount of time that you have those, you know, those external things, you know, uh, around you, mm. you can limit that you, or you can completely remove yourself from the equation, one or the other. But you know, this, this notion that we're not in control. No, you are in control. Mm. Okay. You are in control. Yeah. You, 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 ha you have to take responsibility. Absolutely. Real quick guy. Um, already, 25 minutes into this and, and I know this topic we can talk forever on um, some of our listeners are like okay we I've set it up um, I'm working my plan um, any advice on how to maintain to keep it going so again you know if you if you if you've got your macro goal okay whatever it is for you and your micro goals are helping you get there I, I really I, I can't stress enough about having variety um, you know, variety, variety is going to be critical to success. You don't want to get bored. You don't want to get stuck in a routine. Um, you know, I, I, I say take ownership of your nutrition as well. You know, I mean, you've, you've got to, you know, learn, I learned how to cook because I wanted to eat a certain way. So therefore it required me to meal prep and meals weren't just going to magically appear. So so, so I, I learned how to cook in order to make that happen. So I think it's really important to have variety and to be, become a student. If you become a student of your body, yeah. 
Um, and, and look, you can, you can get as, as detailed with it as you would like. And, and I'm not saying people need to get to the level like, like yourself, you know, where they're learning that much about themselves, but you need to become a student of your body and you need to take, you know, take that ownership of your body. And, you, and in doing so, you're going to find that you're discovering new things constantly. And that is a motivator to getting you to the next step and then the next step and then the next step. I, I say always have a new goal. Once you, I mean, once you, you know, understand that this journey isn't a, a six month deal or a one year deal, this is a lifetime deal. So change your, change your goals. You reach your goal, scratch it off, have another goal. You reach your goal, scratch it off, have another goal. Your, your macro plan after six months may change based on how you're doing. You, you, you may be stunned at your progress to where you're like, you know what? My macro plan now doesn't seem that difficult anymore. I think I'm going to go a little bigger. Yeah. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to expect a little bit more of myself. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I think is so important in, in life in general is, is having uh, good mentors, uh, trainers like you and I who, who uh, studied it, put some time into it and, and realized there's going to be um, great outcomes. There's going to be setbacks and how to deal with all of that. And, and I think that finding people like this, uh, you and I, uh, is so, so important. I, I, I do have to say, um, I, I wouldn't have been able to do it without a mentor. And I, I think you, you, you hit it perfectly is that is you have to find a mentor. And, you know, if you're looking for a, you know, a, a, tra a trainer, or if you're looking for a coach, due diligence, okay, do some research, don't just pick a name out of a hat. Mm. You know, again, this is all this is all part of that being honest with yourself about what you really want. And if you really want something more for yourself, then you're also going to be very, I mean, you have to look at it the same way you go you, you do when you, you're buying a car or making any major life decision. This is a major life decision. People think hiring a personal trainer is not a big deal. No, it is a big deal. Mm. It, it is because they have to be concerned about your goals, not themselves, but yours. Mm. They have to put you first. So you have to make sure that what you're getting is going to put you in the position to reach your goals and beyond. So, so do some, do some homework, yeah. you know, do some homework. Um, great, great tips, Guy. I, I, like I said, we could probably go on and on to help people get into, uh, back into the game and become their healthiest. Uh, perhaps we may have to do this again, uh, just to elaborate some more. Uh, how do people get a hold of you? Absolutely. So the easiest way to get a hold of me uh, is really through email, and my email address is G, uh, P is in Paul, E, T is in Tom, R U. Z is in zebra, Z is in zebra, E L L I, the number seven at Gmail. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm pretty good about responding to my emails fairly quickly. Excellent. And, and you are on Facebook too, right? I am. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, and I'm on Twitter. Uh, it's, it's just my name. If you look, you know, Guy Petrozelli across the board, it's, I just use my name, my whole name for everything. Excellent. We'll make sure we'll have uh, your contact links in the show notes. Uh, like I said, perhaps down the road we could collaborate again and, and share some more. We'd love to to meet up, meet you uh, out where you are. I think it's uh, Westmont, I believe, or somewhere over there, Illinois. Yeah, 
yeah and uh yeah go experience what you have to offer um at this time i really appreciate this uh it's going to be a wonderful um podcast for people i i'm gonna say probably one of the most listened to maybe and um and we'll talk to you again <laughs> soon all right all right thank you so much i appreciate it eric all right thank you so much for joining us today on healthy living with eric sue Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show and Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you. So stay active and be safe.